What's up, you guys? You're listening to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast, and it has been a minute. I mean, a real, 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 real good minute since I've done an episode, and yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to say, to be honest. Um, it's crazy, 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 crazy. Um, you know, I just shared on my Instagram the other day is like, you know, you go through moments of being vulnerable with people, an audience, um, you know, people who listen to you. And then when you have very, you know, serious self doubts or whatever, it's like you don't know what to say or how to express it. Like, can you see me down bad, but down bad, down bad? You know what I'm saying? And it's not even to probably to the most people, not that deep, but you know, to me, it is. <laughs> um, and I laugh because you gotta laugh to keep from crying, child, sometimes. But you know, 2023 has just been a bit much so far you know, still dealing with grief, still dealing with, you know, moments and things of such, it's for one going to be hard because of that. Um, you know, and then it's, it's crazy. My family, you know, my mom's side, we're all so tight, you know, we're so close. So, you know, everybody's going through their own little things. It's very different, you know, from where we, where we've been, you know, we've been real extra, extra heavily close, you know, seeing each other every day. Um, and now we're in a different reality and, and, and that that's different to process, you know, somebody I was seeing at least three or four times a week, one of my aunts in a whole different state and that's permanent. Um, you know, just all these different changes, we're all going through our grief in our different ways. We are, you know, pushing through and, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you should be through with that or you should be this because she was 100 and does I don't, all that does not necessarily matter to me. I get the 100 year old part, you know, but you lost someone, you lost someone. Um, It doesn't matter, you know, because yes, she was 100, but you also think, you know, compared to, you know, my mom and my aunts and my uncle who, you know, my dad even, who was able to experience her, you know, from the least of them, gosh, was able to experience her for almost, you know, 30 years. Like my dad would be the least of them. And then, you know, my aunts and uncles for, you know, 70 something years for the oldest. So it is interesting, you know, just people's take on that and how you should just be over grief. Um, especially when you just don't have any grandparents. I may have a grandfather left. We don't share that tight, close knit relationship. Um, so it's just different. Not that I, you know, love him any less or anything like that, or don't love him or, but it's just different. You know, these are people that, you know, losing two people within a five year time period is crazy. Um, you know, nobody teaches you how to deal with that or whatever is, is different and strange. Um, it's something you don't think about, you know, um, you know, like with my grandma, it was funny. We, we said before, like, we never thought about her passing, you know, never, you know, it never until those conversations came, it was never thought of, you know, like mama going to be around for as long as she needs to. It just was never there. But as you grow and you think about life and you think about love, how long would you really at that age, somebody you've been with since you were 21 years old, 22 years old, how do you learn to live with them, live without them in your late nineties and to 100? How, how do you, I couldn't imagine that, you know, loving somebody and being with them for gosh, I think 72 years when he passed, I believe. How, 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 you know, how can you, you know, 
how but anyways you know just dealing with that is one thing and then just other stuff i have been getting extremely big y'all like it's just uncomfortable um and not being a gym person and not being a person who eats really 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 clean um it's hard it's just hard to break habits it's hard to you know break habits but you have to think about you know what you want so it's hard (laughs) you know like I literally am the biggest I have ever been in my life I you know grew up being real skinny you know skinny bony tall girl um and now I got some weight on me you know the butt I like the butt you know but everything else is just like it's a bit much you know and it just came out of nowhere like I said around this time last year I started to get a little bigger but I didn't really pay attention to it until like graduation time so around May I was like hmm girl you getting a little heavy and then you know the summertime on now it's just been packing itself and then you know when you're going through stuff and you're getting home late you know like and I'm I don't blame my grandma just just this, the process of that um and everybody in my family they could vouch and get what I'm saying and people who probably have gone through it you know having to be with somebody you know or wanting to be with somebody every day you're missing out on different routines like coming home and cooking a meal um and then you're subject to should I not eat or just eat something quick you know which results in some type of fast food eating or something like that or snacks or just not eating you know like that other option of just not eating so you know having you know I know that just eating out a lot and stuff will really catch up with you and it's different if you do that during the summer then I go to school walking across campus you're burning calories you know different stuff like that but when you're just eating and sitting down at a job and you're not really moving around it's just sitting there um so I just have gained a lot of weight and it's really sad and depressing the hardest thing is when you go to your clothes and you can't fit them like stuff that you just brought a month or two ago and you cannot fit them now that is the most like sad depressing thing either and I love clothes with a passion okay um I'm scared to go through my spring and summer clothes because I know I'm gonna go through the same thing like if I can't fit clothes I bought for this season why how (laughs) am I gonna fit clothes that I bought last year for the spring and the summer so I'm not really excited about that but I gotta get it done um just because that season is coming and I have to put up these other clothes and get to them but you know what I mean so just gaining this weight has just been crazy and it takes a toll like on your mental you know like just like oh my gosh the worst I went to the store like I have never cried in a store I went in forever 21 which is not the store really for a thicker woman period but sometimes I can get away with their clothes like I don't really do their bottoms I just I'm gonna get my jeans from Fashion Nova, Macy's, Calvin Klein type of girl like I don't really explore with a lot of different places bottoms because sometimes they don't fit when you have more meat down there or something you know what I'm saying or a curvier woman so I don't usually deal with um like other places but anyways Forever 21 they have shorts you know like that are not capris but they're gonna come long enough for me that the way that they're long they're gonna be sh- nice and short like a nice little length in shorts for me so I was like okay let me go in here buy some shorts child I put that one leg in there that was not working and it was just so depressed I tried on like a like a maxi like a like a tight fitted maxi dress type of thing like a racer bag you know like basic dress and that did not fit that was just sad I was like I like like really was so upset forever 21 I walked back to you know the car through Macy's and I was just over it like tearing up because it's just sad and when you're like me also in love food I love food you know I don't you know have people to like hang out with at home and you know put my money towards that other than saving it and stuff but like you know to go out and do something entertaining or fun with my life so I had 
it's just me eating I'm bored I'm eating like it's just just a whole bunch of bad habits just picked up in within a year of just you know life just changing um just changing and just picked up those bad eating habits like oh I got money so I can eat you know like oh I want it I'm gonna get it one one of my worst habits is tropical smoothie it's not healthy for you none of the fruit is fresh um you know they still put sugar in it all those different things so it's, it's really not a healthy option unless you're gonna get it without the sugar then maybe it's slightly healthier because it's still fruit but it's not fresh fruit so it's still got sugar in it in a sense so yeah so I was going to tropical smoke like I stopped like I when I and then when I started working like my real big girl job um that I have now I was going to like Chick-fil-A in the morning stuff like that um frequently and then I was all right this is getting too much like my mom was like girl so I was like okay so then I started going to tropical smoothie a little bit more I would go to tropical smoothie some morning sometimes I would get both (laughs) um you know then I would so start going to tropical smoothie and now I'm just like no eat something at home so I'm not a big like I don't have I'm not getting up any earlier to like make a big breakfast to make anything that requires a meat or anything like that but I can get up and do some cream of wheat or oatmeal so I've been doing oatmeal next week I might you know try some cream of wheat or whatever I don't know but yeah so I've been trying to do that and then do a smoothie once or twice a week and nothing else to eat with it just a smoothie you know when I do the oatmeal like I don't you know add you know go and do too much with it just do those things um so just that like that's a step for me and then we have a lunch program at school the school I work at um where now we can get these salads delivered from this restaurant um or whatever so that helps it's like all organic like they have chicken but it's organic they have stuff like that the salads are really i've had just once i'm i ain't even hold it like i eat all their salads i had a blt caesar salad which was really good i like caesar salad but it's bland like it doesn't have anything to it it's just tomatoes lettuce croutons and you can get turkey bacon comes with it and you can add like grilled chicken for free and it's only like 6.99 and then you can get like a bag of chips or something and that's probably where i mess up i get a bag of chips like i don't know but i'm just trying to do better i feel a little bit lighter my not to give y'all too much tea <laughs> but you know i feel lighter because i'm like going a little bit more even regularly if you know what i mean because of just the green intake when i do go to tropical smoothie one thing i do try to get is spinach or spinach and kale if i get it in the morning i get spinach or spinach and kale um and then I try to eat that salad. So it's like it works my body a little bit. Um, yeah. Speaking of tropical smoothie, I just tried this one. It's like a limited time one. How they be doing them. Try the strawberry daiquiri smoothie. I have not tried it without the white chocolate, but it's pretty much a Bahama Mama, but with lime juice for the most part. Um, so, yeah, try that um, strawberry daiquiri. If you like the Bahama Mama, you'll like it. If you've ever had the Bahama Mama and then had the lime straw, you'll definitely like it. It just tastes like Bahama Mama and you let the lime straw sit in your cup for a little bit and then drunk out of it or something. That's what it tastes like. But just a little heavier on the lime since you're using the actual lime juice. But it's really good. I've had it twice um, or whatever. Like I did it yesterday like one morning and then like the next day or yesterday I don't know today I mean today <laughs> I went and got it like after work or whatever but it's really really good um yeah so I'm just trying to eat better you know that's my first step you know like working out is really important of course um these days but like eating better is gonna be my number one first step because I know I eat bad. like I love chicken um so I don't see one thing I don't do. I'm not a burger person. So I'm not like going to McDonald's, eating a double cheeseburger or a quarter pounder or anything. I may occasionally eat a burger from Wendy's, but I always mess up my orders. So I try not to go there no, like that. But I'm a, if you're from Baltimore, hip hop chicken, extra crack, extra seasoning, whatever. I like that in the medium half and half and fries. I love that. Hot, hot sauce and ketchup. I love that. I have Popeye's right across the street from where I love Popeye's. I love. You know, one thing I'm just out of tune with right now is soda and biscuits, like any type of bread. Almost. It's like I cannot get with like I go to Popeye's. I do not eat their biscuit anymore. And I love Popeye's biscuit. Y'all say it's dry, but it's not. Um, 
but yeah i don't eat their biscuit anymore you know and i don't like soda i'm like on like tea any juices lemonade and a lot of a lot more water and that's another thing my water intake that same company that does our lunch they do give you a free water bottle every time so you know other than bringing water from home i'm stacking up on those waters i'm drinking them a lot more often i try to just drink more water throughout the day um so yeah but i gotta get it together because it's crazy so i'm also planning on going to my school spring fest our viking fest and you know when you're going back to be around people you haven't seen in a year or more it's like you really want to like look good and that's how i feel but when your body is not right and i'll tell you about the other things that feel like not right it's just like discouraging your subconscious and my hairdresser has not texted me back to confirm that she can do my hair for that date so that's getting very scary because I don't really have like an alternative person like she's lovely like she comes out to you you know all that good stuff so it's like it's nothing more you can ask for really than a traveling hairstylist like she's been traveling to me since cold like it had to be it might have been 2019 2020 at least at least when COVID was here but that don't seem like the first time she came to my house it might have been 2019 it might have been a good minute at this point I don't know (laughs) but it's at least been three years and that's a lovely situation but anyways yeah I need to eat better do all that drink more water you know I've been taking like my vitamins a little bit better like taking more than once I like other than like my multivitamin um my vitamin c you know I've been added in like my apple cider vinegar because I used to drink the apple cider vinegar with water when I was in school I used to do apple cider vinegar shots um that was just something I would do I would wake up in the morning do an apple cider vinegar shot that would work my stomach um and just kind of wake me up in the morning a little bit but I used to like do that a lot like wake up pour a little apple cider vinegar in the cap swish it back not swish it back but you don't want to switch it's not good for your teeth you know but you know throw back like a shot and keep going and try to do two if I could take it um and then drink some water um my ginger tea that's something else I used to do in school when I was a little felt like a little bit healthier and lighter (laughs) um and I don't do that but I used to wake up and do my ginger tea because it's supposed to keep your immune system up um but yeah so nails are um only vitamins that i've been taking they're gummy so they make a little bit better i'm having no problem taking pills i'm just bad with like you know i need a like a medicine thing you know that's all i need honestly but it's like who wants to carry that but i really need one to put my more my evening morning pills all that you know in a medicine thingy that's what i need but until i really make up my mind to do that my vitamins the gummies are perfectly fine right now and they taste good so that's awesome the apple cider vinegar ones as i'm getting to the bottom though they're just not they're, you can t- like smell and taste that acv a little bit more but anyways i mean other than that my skin is not doing well it, it's getting a little bit better i broke down and went to my dermatologist i've been going to the same dermatologist since i've been a little girl because i've always had issues like eczema um you know just other things like it's like in my 10th grade 11th grade year i had like major skin problems my skin cleared up between his medications and my aunt who's an esthetician her face products it had cleared up and like his pills and his like um ointments and gels and stuff like that lotions whatever and then her soap that I was using um and I still use I've been using it ever since so at least six or seven years eight years maybe um but yeah so my skin been acting up i went to the dermatologist like a month ago it's been doing a little bit better and then outside of that it's like my face broke out and then my neck broke out which was wild and it's not from like wearing fake jewelry all i wear is the necklace from my person um and this other necklace that i have those are only two i wear and both of those are not like fake this out i forgot every 21 necklace or anything the i don't this one's from macy's that he gave me and then the other one that i have is from k's or something so it's not like it's something that should be like breaking me out so it's just because it's from macy's y'all that do not mean anything so let me come correct i don't know but anyways it hasn't been breaking me out before i'll say that it does not turn my neck it didn't it's just like my neck 
and not even in the back of my neck but in the very front it's just been breaking out I don't know what that is but it's been wild but it's all you know it's better now my neck is my face it's getting there um I have just about two more weeks before I needed to be doing a little something so we're gonna see but if it's not right for Viking Fest hopefully it will just be right for the summer at least because that's really important you know you just want to have it all right by the summertime you know the body ain't gonna be right but we got to give with the face or something you know these are just all the things that are just boost or you know your confidence and all I'm saying is like the way that you feel the way that you go about everything like my body has always been important because I never I've always dealt with being small or too small but never like heavy you know what I mean and it's a lot you know it, like my breathing is different like for the first thing I noticed when I was getting like bigger than what I was was my snoring like I could snore I can snore and you know that you're snoring when you can hear yourself snoring you can catch yourself because I do it at work. Sometimes I nod off at work and I can hear myself. I can hear, you know, like this. I can't describe it, but you can hear it. So when I started noticing that, I was like, yeah, you know what? You're getting a little heavy. You need to, you know, and then my breathing and stuff like, you know, it's, it's you know, I could not run a track, but like, you know, run around and be OK. But when I started like needed some air, I knew it was a problem. <laughs> um so this is all these little signs and then here I am but you know this summer like my mom she was like I'll go to the gym with you if you want to do that um yeah like it's just different things you know I can do to just keep myself active on a day-to-day basis even if I don't want to go to the gym but I do need, I really need a trainer that's what I really need because I just really want this body because I'm not like so far gone um but back rolls belly fat not my favorite thing it's it's not right now it's not giving and we are already kind of in that space of like mid depression it's just not feeling like yourself and then you're experiencing something you've never and other people be like it's probably not a big of a deal but it is to me like it's nothing like not feeling like yourself which whatever that means whether you lost too much weight or you gained too much weight or whatever it's nothing like not feeling like yourself bottom line um but yeah, so I just been dealing with that. That's been that's been a bit much. It's been a bit much. Um and then love stuff, you know, that's I don't know what to say about that. I just feel like I have to be very careful with my words cuz I like to mean what I say when I talk about this. But all I can say for the most part to start is that you got to be able to love yourself to love somebody else and I've said it before everybody says it but it's really the truth when you are not feeling like your best self just say you you've loved yourself but when you're at a point you're not feeling like your best self your physical your inner self is not aligning with where you need it to be you do not want to be around people but you don't know how to explain that and I've dealt with that so you know someone like oh I want to you know you need to see me and I don't I ain't even gonna get into that because there's too much but the ba- the basics of it is that you just don't want to be seen like you don't want to do anything out of the way you don't want to do anything extra like you just don't and I like to say that's extremely can be extremely hard it can be difficult to explain that to your partner who someone especially who doesn't see life sometimes the same way that you see it not that y'all are so far off but sometimes y'all are not on the same page about the way you see things um truly and I feel like that's where I've been like you don't know how to express something that you don't know why like something is making a big deal to you how can you express that to someone else without saying I'm like a lunatic you know what I mean um and just all these different things some things that you know you can change but you're so deep down in this ooh, feeling that you don't even know how to take those steps how can you explain that to someone who feels as though they have all those answers um and the guy y'all know who i'm talking about <laughs> but the guy on instagram black guy um you know who be sitting in a chair he's on a podcast i can't even think what the podcast is called but y'all know we come up and down y'all timeline um, and if you follow me 
on Instagram. I always share his stuff because it's real. Whether he's given, given a deeper understanding of how women feel or even a deeper understanding of what men want or need or whatever, it resonates. Um, totally forgot where I was going when I brought him up, but... <laughs> You know, um, you know, he talked about one day just about hearing your woman. And I feel like that's what I need. I just need someone to hear me. I don't always need a solution based thing. When I need that, I will ask. But in the midst of it, I usually just need someone to listen. Um, and that's all it is. And I think that's why like this podcast is very therapeutic to me because it, it just allows me to talk without anyone having to respond back because with me I already know the answers to most of my questions I already know the good the bad I I weigh out all of these options and I've been doing it for a solid five years at least um where I know the good the bad the ugly that can come with whatever situation it is and whatever decision that you make I've thought about the whatever this that and the third um and my last and final decision is up to me though my true inner me but sometimes you just don't need anyone to give you those solutions you just need to talk and i just been in a stage where i just need to talk i don't talk to any like i talk to my mom we are the best of homies (laughs) and mother and daughter um you know we we can talk about any and everything and that's the beautiful thing about our relationship is that we can talk you know like we can talk (laughs) you know um and it's beautiful everybody doesn't have that and i'm blessed to have that um You know, my dad, we can talk to, you know, not about men or anything, but we can talk um, about, you know, life. You know, somebody who's been through it, they can teach you how to get through it. You know, somebody who, you know, has seen the bottom can praise you and and preach to you so that you don't have to see that same bottom. So, you know, I had that happy medium balance having, you know, with my parents, um, the things that they instill and can teach and will try to steer you far away from um of not making similar mistakes or you know going on a nice you know simple road like whatever it's balanced um but anyway like I'm saying sometimes you just need to talk to somebody and not talking to somebody can make you go crazy in your head um it's, it's a bit much and also just with the whole love relationship is like when your relationship is tit for tat it's a bit much I'm not gonna call you because you don't call me whole time don't know why I don't do that the anxiety that I feel because you know what when you say that out loud it makes you sound like a freaking lunatic you can't explain that to somebody he's not gonna understand that and he don't you know and so therefore we do we don't have that verbal communication because He's not going to call me because I don't call him, which is crazy to me. You know, with things like that, visitations and communications per se, I just don't see it that way. I see it as if like there's going to be some times that one partner is going to be ahead of the other. They're going to have more figured out. They're going to be maybe better financially and that could go on for whatever period of time or whatever but there you know I just see that where I'm at now like it doesn't matter to me who's calling more or who it doesn't mean that I don't care it doesn't mean that I don't love it doesn't mean I have a cold heart it doesn't mean anything like that you know it's just something that I need um and it could be something that they need too, but I'm, I I can give that 100% reassurance verbally through text, whatever, that I just have this anxiety. I just have this feeling about calling people and all this type of stuff. Like literally the only person that I feel 100% picking up the phone and calling anytime is my mother. That's it. That's it. Period. Um, so it's, it's, it's crazy because you're missing out on so much growth so much this so much that by oh I'm not calling her because she does not call me um and that's not saying I don't want to call you you know what I'm saying I never never said that um but it's a lot and that's I just feel like for the last month or so everything's just been laying it on heavy you know just you know laying it on really heavy 
you know, with everything. And that has just been the icing on the cake, just, you know, thinking um, and evaluating. But it's hard because it's like, no matter what, I know that I care about this person. I know that, you know, I really do care. That's that's my bulk of what I can say is that I care, you know, and it's just hard. It's, it's a hard situation to be in. Doing long distance is hard and you're going to have to do some things that do make you uncomfortable. I will say that you're going to have to do some things that are, are unorthodox, but I feel like it is a way to make it work. Um, like... I didn't try to put his business out here, but he goes in like his home home, like where he's from, like outside of college is like two hours, two hours and a half maybe away from me. And he'll go there and then like just because I I don't want to hop on a train or whatever, be like, I don't know, like I'm not like, well, like, well, I'm not coming to see you, you know, but I just feel like. I have to learn. I really do have to learn. But in that meantime, while I'm learning, know that I'm learning and I'm trying to grow, but I need you to meet me halfway. Like one thing I think is that, you know, one partner sometimes doesn't understand the other part, what the other partner needs. And I feel like that's where we are. I look at it like if we don't have this communication in the distance, that togetherness is not even going to feel right. You know what I mean? Um, type of thing. That That's just how I see it. You know, being told, like, I don't even want to talk to you. I can go without talking to you. Nobody wants to hear that. Um, you know, just all these different things. It just makes it harder to then be in that togetherness. You know what I mean? So, y'all, it's crazy for me. And outside of that, I don't know. Love is just crazy. You know, when I originally probably even brought this person up on this podcast, I was full of love and joy because I never felt like I never felt that type of home before. I never felt that comfort, that vulnerability that I could be myself. I can do whatever and it's going to be okay. Like we're going to be fine because that togetherness, that coming back togetherness from where we were before, you know, in this this meantime that we had you know it just felt right and through the odds you know what what people may have thought or whatever I felt comfort and I knew I was protected um and I know that I still care I know that I damn near loved a man but I don't know if I still feel you know I my thing is and also my other missing piece from him is that I'm not the first person he wants to talk to about anything you know what I mean um but he's the first person I want to tell about everything the good the bad you know he's usually 90% the first person I want to go to other than mom she's mommy (laughs) but other than that he's that person like because we've had those moments those good things that have happened and it's like oh my gosh that's so cool just joy um and so when you have that one moment it's like oh I want to tell him about every moment but I'm also not that person for him like he could get a new job shit he could graduate school and not even tell me you know what I'm saying like I would never know until like something comes up you know what I mean and that's literally happened like I just feel like you cannot ask somebody something you don't know to ask. Like, who just will randomly ask somebody, oh, my gosh, did you get a new job? Unless you already knew something. So, you know, he's just not an open book. And I'm more of an open book. And then, I, you know, he's talked about me not being that space. And that's scary because I feel like I am that space. And I've always been that for these men. I promise you. You know, he could go down the line and ask any of them, but I've always been that safe space. Most of them have always like, I love that I can talk to you, 
But I think one thing it's hard about us having conversations is I don't like being talked to like I'm dumb. So I hate when somebody explains a story and something that you may not have experienced, but just because you've never experienced it doesn't mean you don't understand it or you don't know a term and a terminology or something like that. I don't like anybody to like question my knowledge. My that's I don't know. And that's not just with men. That's just with anybody. No man has really ever done that. But just people in general. I don't like that. It's like how white people treat me sometimes at my job. Like have you sure you haven't there like you haven't done that so you know and they don't even know you know but so that's that part for me so when you're explaining a situation or something like that you don't have to like break it down and like dissect it like if I have a question I'll ask but I think it's just that initial like the way somebody can present something like oh I'm better than you nobody wants to hear that nobody wants to be belittled by their man we just want to be comforted and loved, but we all we want to feel like we're their home, you know, but you also can't come off like, well, you know, because yeah, I'd be going here and you, you like, I don't, it's, it's like tone and, and terminology for me. Like I just can't. Um, and that's part of the reason, but it's also like, that's an easy fix. Like you can literally fix the way that you talk to me. So then we can both be able to have conversations with each other that are meaningful. Um, yeah you just can't be in a relationship without the true verbal communication and that's the hard part that we don't look in the mirror we don't realize we don't feel it's not a big deal to us right now like I mean it probably is I don't know um and then when you're going through these rough patches you're going through these feelings do you think like what are they doing you know my mind has I'll I'll be very truthful (laughs) so for CIAA um some of my lost sisters and some other friends from my college came to baltimore because the CIAA was here so i was like all right sat that saturday that friday and saturday i went to hang out with them went to the step show i was looking you can look but you ain't got to touch but i was definitely looking but not looking like like a vulture like oh come and get me or i need to go get you but just looking you know but other than that that's it but um you know i just haven't been expecting oh i want somebody else or something like that but definitely been in that space like I want I want this to 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 move forward I want this to work you know I just feel like also when you're first getting to be with someone ask those good questions about values and how you view life and also how you value and view relationships and what does that look like you know what deep 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 down inside does a relationship look like when you don't have those conversations and it just you know moves on to something else or whatever it's it's hard you know to just continue on because when you hit these bumps in the roads these are just missing pieces of conversations that should have been had that didn't so it's like one thing I think we know is that there is work to be done and we low-key know the work that we both need to do at least I know the work I need to do um but you need to be met halfway And I think that we also view being met halfway different. To me, I do value someone coming to see me, but I love being on the phone, low key with a man. Sorry, sisters, females, all that. But I love being on the phone with a man. Like you're just doing your day-to-day stuff. You want to talk? I love that. Like, but if you don't want to talk to somebody, you're not going to talk to them anyway. (laughs) So it's dumb. But um, yeah those are those are the things that I need like you need me to you know like he needs me to want to come and see him but I need the things before that time like what is gonna make that time be good if we don't even have verbal communication you know what I mean how how can that time of togetherness be all of that if we don't have those other forms of communication we're not in deep conversation we're not you know I just yeah oh child but other than that I hope y'all resonate with that I hope I mean no 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 I hope y'all understand that but I hope y'all don't literally resonate with it because I want y'all to be better than me be better than me please um (laughs) please like other than that just education and work y'all has been crazy I'm so damn tired of motherfucking white people okay I'm so tired of white people I'd be over it at work most of the time, but I have these select students, you know, I run after school clubs. I'm a communications coordinator. So I do social media, um, marketing, all that. I'm in the classrooms all the time. 
Um, and that's another thing. How can you be with somebody or whatever for over a year and you don't even know what they do for a living? Like you literally asked me, was I a teacher? And that's scary because I'm not a teacher. I'm a communications coordinator. So I literally do social media marketing, all communication stuff, websites, all that. So anyway, I had these select students who, you know, are in clubs or that I run or just I'm always in their classroom and they're lovely and I connect with them. So I feel like if I ever left this job, I would really miss them. And they may really miss me. I have this one little girl. She's black, you know, um, first grade. But she can talk to me like we the same age. Like she'd be like, girl, because like, did you see this movie? Because it was so good. And da, 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 you know, she see me almost sadly like her equal because it's not a lot of people who look like her in her class. Um, But I just love that girl. Like I bought her birthday gifts, everything. Like she's just that girl to me. Um, like if I had a daughter, she could definitely be my daughter. Like I just love that girl. So she knows that every morning I go and check in on her and make sure she is good. She's having a great day. Cause some days she's not. It's just real. She's real. She's she's real. She's gonna tell me what's going on, and I love that. Um, because I want to be to these students. I'm not their teacher. I'm not. They, and, and they make that very clear. Okay. Most of them make it very clear. You are not a teacher. You are not a real teacher. Do you really even work here? Like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here? This, these are the things I get from these students. Not my favorite ones, but the others. Um, But it's a struggle. But yeah, so I get all of that from them. But what I'm saying is that I really just like to be what I had. I don't see I'm not in a situation where it's like I have I want to be like what I wasn't given in school. Like, no, I after elementary school, I like went to predominantly black 95 percent plus black schools from middle high school and the HBCU for college. So I experienced having these people around me who look like me, who were in these professional, you know, positions who, you know, did this and did that and, you know, like, you know, could talk, we could, you know, whatever. Like I had that. Even in elementary school, I had this one black English teacher, language arts, whatever it was at the time. And he was just all of that in elementary school to me. Like he retired. Um when it was my yeah, my fifth grade year, he retired, but he, you know, things that he said stuck with me, you know, and I wish I had, I will say, but I wish I had what I had in middle school, high school, and college, and elementary school, when it came down to your in-school support system, you spend almost you spend like eight hours at school or in, in more. You should feel connected to somebody somewhere that's not your peers in those buildings, in those spaces, you should. Um, I just feel that. And I want to be that. So, yeah, if it's not for all black, the, all the black folks at the school that it's at least for you know people who need it you know it's little white girls who love me who get so excited to see me will jump on me hug me everything and you know it's just about them seeing somebody who they would like to be like someday and my man or whatever I had they would love to meet him someday (laughs) they they go crazy over him they never seen him don't know him you know what I'm saying but they are yes um but anyways so work has just been crazy I really want another job but I'm just I'm trying to stick it out for another year grad school has been crazy I had this weird professor who basically was like you're gonna fail so you should just drop the class dropping the class came of course with so much you know financial aid situations came up um you know then not being a full-time like it was just a whole bunch of different stuff and I was like you know what I'm done with the school y'all got a crazy professor she's whack she's wild I'm not about to go through all this I had to pay the school back money um that wasn't just like four or five hundred dollars it was like over a thousand dollars closer to two like it's just like everything since then have just been tumbling down like I just been doing this on money on my taxes like all this stuff it's just been like what in the world like I'm over it right now um just when you have all this mixed up of stuff you just can't like I don't know I just be over it and yeah but now I haven't even told him I haven't even told my 
friends who goes to the school already or graduated from the school but you know back when I was in high school it was a school called Full Sail you know my high school teacher because I was a mass comm magnet program she was like y'all have to go to Full Sail y'all should go to Full Sail it's in Florida you know they're a media school like please go and none of, all of us were like girl Florida our parents is never gonna come see us we ain't never coming home like who going to Florida boom so of course none of us went to florida we did have a girl who went to like the film school and stuff so it was like connected to full sale in a sense i'm um, like one of their sister schools so she got one of those experiences but other than that for the rest of us it was like mm-mm. but she already had money so it didn't matter but um, not it didn't matter but like that was also another thing for a lot of us like finance is just making it in florida come on you're in florida um but yeah so it's always stuck in the back of my mind and then for you know a little like since some point in my undergrad years I knew that they had like a master's program in new media journalism so it's kind of like okay when I graduate it's always stuck in the back of my mind I should look into the program so last year around January of last year before I even you know graduated I was like okay let me get into applying to the school so it was Christmas break So it was really in 2021. So December of 2021, I was like, okay, let me go through and like figure out what I'm going to do after ECSU. Like, what am I going to do after I get this bachelor's degree? So Full Sail came back up and I was like, okay, boom. They were like, okay, you can apply. Your admittance will be on hold until you get the degree. So I was like, okay, cool. So when I got my degree, transcript, sent it over, boom. Um, And then UMGC, transcript, sent it over, boom, got admitted into both um not admitted yeah I got admission admitted into both and at the end of the day I decided to do UMGC because that's another thing I just went all over the place with that stuff too like I just felt like you know once I did my summer internship especially I felt like okay I'm kind of more into this social media digital you know media marketing public like that side of the tracks of media but now I'm just having this newfound faith in myself. And then I worked at the radio station and did the board. And I'm like, I could do what these people do. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm just in this new space of like, I just want to, if I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to spend it exactly how I want to spend it. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like that program didn't make me happy. The perfect, like, this is a time to like, when you get that second chance, God did that to me for a reason. You know, God was like, that's not for you, but I'm going to show you what is. Um, and yeah, I'm just trying to do everything that I can do to just, you know, maybe one day I could be a news reporter, you know, maybe I could be a news anchor or something like that and be back in that part of the world. But I just want to give myself that option. And, you know, like, I just feel like really driven, like God has really been telling me like, girl, this is what you need to do so that you can have more options for yourself. Um, and yeah like I talked to like my mentors from college like undergrad they're like yes this is the move for you like you know do it you'll be fine and I'm just gonna do it um and it's you know yeah <laughs> yeah so I don't know that's just where I've been in life and you know crazy times it's been it's been what it's been and I'm excited for what's next in my life but I just hope that I get out of this funk that I've been in you know it's like yeah I need to get out of this whatever um yeah that's what I need to do I'm really proud of myself though I will say I'm a introvert and I'm really proud of myself for going to CIAA weekend and like feel like that's what I'm saying like when you feel good though my skin was breaking out bad real bad at the time like I was like oh that's the thing I've really been wearing makeup I do not wear makeup every day like that's just not me but I had literally been wearing foundation concealer all that powder like every day since before my birthday in February so like the second first second week of February the first week of February is when I was like okay I can't take this like I cannot go to work like this like the kids are gonna climb me my peers gonna climb me like for real and I've been wearing makeup since then. But yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but at CIAA, I felt like that girl, like that makeup was on, but it was on. Okay. I had looked good. My fits was cute. You know, like I just felt real secure in how I look. And I just and also that's another thing I'm working on is being more out there, being a little bit more of an extrovert and just 
you know, walking into a room with a purpose and walking into a room like I'm that girl in the sense of knowing who I am and knowing that I'm able to get what I want and I can get what I want, you know, more so and truly believing it. Um, like I probably have said this before, but meeting Claudia Jordan, that really changed my life. I don't mean no harm, but it did, you know, she didn't have to say it, but it's when she walked in a room, it's like she owned it. Like she was that girl. Um, and I just wanted to capture that. And so now I try to do it, especially, you know, when I know I look good and stuff like that, I try to walk into the room, like, okay, not literally walk into the room like that. Y'all don't literally do that, but you know, just have so much composure and so much, you know, just looking sophisticated and just like, you know, I got this, um, that people naturally draw to you naturally just, mm, you know, so yeah, I don't know y'all find your purpose, walking your purpose and walk into the room. Like you own it. Like you got it. This episode is way too long, but hopefully y'all have made it to this point. Y'all have kept listening. There is not an intro yet because it needs to be re-recorded it needs to be shifted um all of those things so it's coming but that doesn't mean that the content has to stop that doesn't mean the podcast has to go on hold because we don't have an intro y'all just gonna get right into the show period so that's what y'all done um thank you guys so much for being the loyal listeners and many of you have been oh my gosh when I see where you guys are listening from you know Africa Australia the UK like all these different places thank you for listening you know um Maryland y'all do the worst but to North Carolina um just North Carolina I'm saying that because I literally probably know some people that are listening um but other places you know all over the states like Texas is a big one um jersey is a big one florida is a big one georgia is a big one um just shout out to all of those different states the cities um countries that have been listening i appreciate it if you don't already make sure you follow my personal page on ig at this is courtney hancock and follow the podcast's ig page too at young everyday bw pod so that's Young Everyday B-W-P-O-D on Instagram to keep up with everything that's going on, all the good stuff, and my personal page to see what's really going on with me. So thank you all so much for listening to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast.